Welcome to the Fit Life with MJ podcast, a collection of healthy chats to motivate, inspire, and teach you to live your healthiest, happiest, and most confident life ever. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Fit Life with MJ podcast. It is your host, MJ. I'm so excited to be back in your ears and I am, as always, super excited for this episode. I really wanted to riff about something today that has been a really integral part of my health and fitness journey. And it's something I've known a long time has been a really, really key part of what helped me get to where I am today with ease, with my health and fitness. But I feel like it's something that I have not made enough of a point of in my content because it's something I've just sort of known subconsciously. I've never really thought to actually make such a point of it. I've just, I don't know why. It's like I feel like it's something that everyone already knew. But I'm starting to notice, particularly in our chats in the FitFam, in our Mindset Monday coaching sessions, that this kind of isn't really something that gets enough attention paid to it. So today, I want us to talk about how to drop the struggle in reaching your health goals. So basically, the thing I want to highlight is the importance of your mindset as a factor that comes into play when you're on a health and fitness journey. So for me, when I was first starting out, when I was struggling to, you know, eat consistently healthily without extremes, to exercise without extremes, dealing with things like self-sabotage, yo-yoing, falling off the wagon, my changing my mindset and getting in control of my mindset was the one thing that changed it all that that got me from struggling day in day out being frustrated getting nowhere doing damage to my health and my body to actually finding ease and flow in my health journey and actually getting to where I want to be and being in my best shape and feeling my healthiest and happiest actually with ease and without you know, feeling like I was forcing it, feeling like it was a struggle to break bad habits and things like that. So today I thought we could go through the different factors of mindset that we often do struggle with. And I'm going to give you guys some tips on how to actually change those mindsets and take control of them so that you too can find that ease and flow in your health and fitness and your life therefore doesn't have to feel like a struggle as well. So Firstly, we're going to look at obviously things to do with food addictions, binge eating, stuff like that, feelings of self-doubt, self-sabotage, comparison syndrome, all of these sorts of things. Because obviously when it comes to, you know, getting into shape, getting healthy, what you eat and the exercise you do is crucial. Like you, you can't get results if you're eating the wrong foods or doing the wrong exercises, or not eating healthy foods at all, or just not doing exercise at all. You can't get results without that action. But the thing is, you can have all the tools in the world that show you how to eat and exercise, but if you don't know how to control your mindset around the things that make you actually want to do those things, then you're not going to have the motivation to do them, and therefore those tools are just going to be useless. 
they're not going to get you the results because you won't be doing them because the mindset that makes you want to do them hasn't been taken control of. So that's what this episode is about. In my opinion, mindset, being in control of your mindset is actually the most important thing. It has to come before diet and exercise for that exact reason, like I just mentioned. So if you're someone who feels like you are struggling to break old habits, struggling to stay motivated, you've got this mean girl voice in your head that keeps self-sabotaging you, then this episode is definitely going to help you, my girl, and I cannot wait for us to get into it. The reason I know that this is so important and so impactful is not only because when I think back, it is the definite one thing that actually changed everything for me and created ease in my health journey of my life, but also it's the main thing that we focus on in Forever Fit. I think, I don't know why I don't share this more in my social media because in Forever Fit, it was literally built for this reason. Obviously, it was built to give you what to eat and what workouts to do and help you find the way to do that that works best for your body and your goals and your lifestyle because that's important. But the main thing that Forever Fit was designed to do that I couldn't find in any other fitness program anywhere was actual guidance on mindset. And I mean, it is coming a bit more to the forefront these days where you'll see coaches have like mindset videos in their programs or where you just go back and watch the replays and you know, they might have a Facebook group where you can go in and ask questions. But the what I felt like I needed was actually to be able to see my coach talking to me and be able to, you know, tune in live if I needed to, to get some input and actually ask questions about my problems so that I could get feedback based off my specific situations. And that's why in Forever Fit, we do have these live sessions. So on Mondays, we do Mindset Monday. It's literally about mindset. So I literally go live for the girls and we talk about how to take control of these certain habits that we're going to go over a bit more briefly today. So strap in. Let's get into it. I'm excited. So I broke it down into four main habits because I wanted it to be digestible um, so that when you do listen to this episode, you can actually take away some info and actually use it to get the results and get the benefits that you're wanting instead of feeling like you're just bombarded with info and completely overwhelmed. So we'll go through each one basically talking about what the habit is and what you need to do to actually help you take steps towards overcoming that bad habit and taking control of your mindset in relation to that habit or that mindset issue. So the first one is obviously one of the biggest ones for me. This was almost one of the biggest catalysts for me that helped me get to where I am. And that was breaking my food addictions and my binge eating habits. Now, obviously there's some technical things that come into play when it comes to overcoming binge eating and food addictions that you need to do with your diet to physically stop your body wanting the sugar to start with. Those are things I teach in Forever Fit as well. Actual things that you need to do to stop your body wanting the sugar. But when it comes to the mindset around your food addictions and your binges, the thing that was the biggest struggle for me was I I knew I had to say no to the food. Like if I was finding I was binging too much on things that were less healthy, like chocolate, ice cream, pizza, alcohol, and therefore takeaway food on a weekend, especially, I was finding that just telling myself not to do it just wasn't enough just saying no just doesn't cut it. And I'm sure you've been feeling the same way that like, you can't just look at the biscuits in the cupboard and just say no. I, and I, I didn't understand like, why can't I just say no? Why can't I just stop? 
And the more I dived into it, the more I realized, like, hang on a sec, I, I need a reason to say no. Otherwise, why am I saying no? You know, what? like the food tastes too good. It makes me feel too good. Why would I say no to it? And I, I just couldn't get out of that mindset. And it's like this little devil in your shoulder that just keeps saying, you know, do it. Like you keep reasoning with yourself and justifying why it's okay to just go and, you know, eat that whole packet of biscuits, even if you don't need it, or even if it is going to be damaging to your health. And anyone who's been following me for a little while now, especially all of you girls in the Fit Fam, you would know that I... I have a brain that just tends to go straight to the root cause of anything, which I feel like is why I've been able to have these realizations about mindset being the most important thing. I can't just be given a tool and said, he used this to get this outcome. I need to know why that tool works. So for me, just, you know, the tool of just say no, like it wasn't enough or the tool of just having a healthy diet in place. Yeah, it was working to improve my health, but I was still had these sort of binging tendencies. Like I just still wanted that unhealthy food and my brain in search of the root cause behind that was like, why are you doing this? Like what I needed an emotional attachment to a reason to say no. I couldn't just say no. I needed something that was going to make me want to say no. So I needed a why, why am I saying no? You know, why am I saying no to these foods? I feel like I want to binge on. And For me, it was paying more attention to how I felt when I ate the healthy foods and appreciating how good it felt to be healthy and really being honest with myself and getting really down into it. You know, when when I would accidentally, or not so much accidentally, but you know, when you sort of, you catch yourself, you're like, oh my God, you're in a moment, you don't stop yourself before you know it, the biscuits are gone, the whole block of chocolate's gone, whatever it is. And you just think, oh my God, like... I did not need that. My body did not need that. And then you don't feel very well because you've just loaded your body with all this unhealthy food and it's creating all this inflammation in your body. And so I'm really tapping into that feeling and thinking, you know what? I don't like that feeling. And the more I thought about it, I thought, you know what? The food isn't worth that feeling. I'd much rather eat delicious food that's actually healthy for my body than these unhealthy empty calories that just make me feel yucky afterwards. The more I tapped into that, the more I started turning towards more nourishing foods, even if they were sweet, you know, like healthy homemade chocolate or protein balls or, you know, something that was more nourishing nutrient wise, but still tasted great. And what I found was those foods aren't quite as moorish because there's actual nutrients in them. Your body gets satiated on a deeper level by eating those foods. And so when you do eat them, you don't feel the need to keep going back for more and more and more and therefore you stop wanting to binge and then you start tapping into how good you feel and before you know it, the thought of binging on junk food just doesn't even cross your mind anymore because you're just so in this habit of turning to healthy food because you love feeling healthy and that's what it took for me. I had to change that mindset around the way I looked at that habit instead of just going, oh, just stop, just say no. I needed a deeper emotional connection as to why I was saying no. What was actually going to emotionally drive me to say no so that I could take control. And now when I do eat less than healthy foods, which you guys know I do, like it's balance. I'm not going to be like, I'm just demonizing chocolate and ice cream, but I have control now. I'm not a victim to those foods anymore. And I'm certainly not a a victim to any addictions to them. 
And that is so empowering. And that was the thing for me that created ease in my eating. So that dropped the struggle there for me. Obviously, when it comes to food addictions, binge eating, that can sort of stem into eating disorders as well or disordered eating. There's a difference. Um, I definitely struggled with disordered eating because I was in this habit of heavily restricting my calories, which then forced me the need to binge anyway because my body was just crying out for the energy, the fast energy from processed carbs and things. But these mindsets around food addictions, binge eating, disordered eating and things like that, and and including eating disorders, we talk about these things a lot more in our Mindset Monday coaching sessions in the FitFam coaching, live coaching sessions, because it's not just something you can hear once and then that's it, you're cured, you're fixed. Like it's something that really does need to be worked on again and again until you really do get control. And that's why it's such an important thing that we always cover in our coaching sessions, especially because then the girls can like comment on the video. They can speak directly about their needs and their questions. And then I can answer them directly for their particular situations, which is so beneficial for the girls. The amount of messages I get from the girls about these mindset sessions and how impactful and beneficial they are for their overall goals. It just really warms my heart to know that what worked for me is working for these girls too. Um, So that was the first one. So breaking food addictions and food binges. I, I needed something more than just saying no to stop that happening for me. So I've created ease in my diet. Um, the next thing I was really failing with, or the next thing I was really struggling with, I don't really like the word failure, but it is about the mindset of fear of failure that then leads into self-sabotage and yo-yoing and things like that. So the second one is basically about that. Um, the second mindset. So your fears on fears around failing Um, which cause self-sabotage. So self-sabotage doesn't just happen on its own. Like we're not out to destroy ourselves in spite. There's a fear or a frustration that's causing the sabotage. Now, again, for me, I kept self-sabotaging. I kept sabotaging when I was going well. I would be on a roll and then I would break and I didn't know why. And it's not something you can just go, well, just don't stop. Just don't break it. Just don't give up. It's like you, you can't. You need a reason. Again, I needed a reason to keep going. I needed to understand why I was sabotaging. Like what? The only way I can stop doing this is to understand what's causing it. And for me, I realized there was just this fear of failure. And also, and this is really going to hit for a lot of you girls as well, there was a fear inside me or I should call it a disbelief that I was actually going to reach my goals. There was a disbelief that I was ever going to get to where I wanted to be. And so I would give up on myself and say, you're putting all this effort in. You're not going to get there anyway. Just give up. Just go, you know, better the devil you know, right? Stay in the comfort zone. Stay where you were before. That was easy. I mean, it wasn't easy. It was uncomfortable. I wasn't happy. I I had extra weight on my body that made me uncomfortable. I wasn't as fit as I wanted to be. I didn't like it. And I was down on myself because of it because I felt like I didn't know how to take care of my body. And, but then I was scared. I was scared that I was never going to get to this point, especially as social media came through and you're starting to look at all these girls that you aspire to be like and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I was like that. She was just born that way. 
I'm never going to be like her. And so you would self-sabotage because you just think you're putting all this effort in and you're not going to get anywhere. I needed to work on that. There was just this drive inside me that was like, but you have to, you have to try. Like you, you don't know until you try. You're never going to know if you can achieve what you're setting out to achieve with your health and fitness if you don't even try. And for me, that was such a big thing. I was like, I can't live a life of regret. I cannot be on my deathbed and go, how would life have been if I actually had a try to get into my best shape? Like, no. So there was just this drive inside me that basically just said, you just have to try, just keep trying. You just have to try. I have to know if this is actually going to work or not. And the only way to find out is to actually give it a red hot crack. So for me, that was where my fear of failure became easy. I was just like, you know what? I Surely, if I just keep trying, at least I have to get better. So I can only move forward if I just keep trying. And I really sat with myself and thought about that. And then when it came to the disbelief, that was another thing as well. The disbelief and the fear of failure are kind of a similar thing for me because I was like, well, I don't believe that I can get this goal because I've never had it before. I've never had 15 kilos to lose. I've never had to be fit and healthy on purpose. So maybe I'm just not meant to be fit and healthy on purpose. Maybe this is the course of my life now. And so for me, that belief that I could have my health back to where I wanted it, I needed to really just, again, say, well, you're never going to know if you don't try. So I really just let myself feed into that. And the more I tried, the better I got because practice makes progress, right? So in the end, it got to the point where I looked back and I was like, oh, hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. We're we're doing this. This is working. And then that fear of failure just, it stopped being a struggle. And I started believing myself more and more each day that I tried. And that's just basically what it takes. Um, Fear of failure and self-sabotage and things like that, again, are definitely things we talk about in our mindset coaching sessions in the FitFam too, because like food addictions and binge eating, it's not something that you can just hear once and go, yep, cool, good. All right, on with life. We're good now. It needs to be continually worked on against different scenarios that you come up with in your life. Because the actual fear, what is actually holding you back mentally in each different situation in your life will be different depending on the situation that you're associating it to. So you've really got to be conscious in those moments. Like you might be looking at different aspects of health and fitness and for different reasons in your own mind, beliefs that you have about yourself you might actually be thinking that you can't have those things for different reasons. So it's about being clear on what that is for you as well. Um, So that's number two. Number three is a huge one for everyone too. And it took me even longer to overcome this one than it did for anything else. And this was the comparison syndrome. So this is where you'll look at other girls who you want to be like and Because it's visual, you can actually see it there in front of you. You can't see what your best body is going to look like. So you don't actually know what it's going to turn out like. But you can visually see someone else's best body that they've posted on social media. So you'll look at that and go, yeah, that's the body I want. And then you start striving for that. But then you start to realize that you were motivated at the start. This was me. I'd pick a girl and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to be like her. I know ridiculously one of the ones I was wanting to aspire to be like when I was in my let's get skinny days. Um, What's her name? She's one of the Victoria's Secret models, of course. Um, 
oh my god, it's not Simone. It she's the blonde one. Oh my gosh. Um ah, I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. I'll put it in the show notes if I do remember her name, but she I'm like half of them are blonde. There's only really three hair colors and um <laughs> she was blonde though. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I can't remember her name. I blocked it out of my mind because I was like, let's not do that again. But anyway, she was a Victoria's Secret angel, so one of the runway ones that wears the wings as like the top of the top of the Victoria's Secret chain. And I wanted to look like her. Genetically, my body's not designed to look like that. And she's not promoting on social media how she does it either. So, because she's not a coach, she's not trying to teach people how to get healthy. She's a model for God's sake. So I'm looking at her and formulating in my head these ideas of what I think she's done to get there. And of course, the first thing I came to was, oh, she obviously she doesn't eat because models eat celery and carrots and, um, and do lots of Pilates. Like I went down that road, that road too. And, but the thing is, I didn't know what she was doing. So I had this self-doubt coming through again, like, well, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that this is what she's doing to get that body. She's not telling anyone. I'm just making assumptions here. Plus I'm still not fully convinced that I'm ever going to look like her because she's about 30 centimeters taller, definitely a lot thinner. Like naturally her muscles are just more slender and longer and her body is just more petite than mine. I have a more athletic body, but I wasn't allowing those thoughts in. I was just like, I have to look like her. I have to look like her. There's got to be a way. She looks like it. I can look like it too. And I was forgetting that my body wasn't designed to look that way. So no matter what I did, I was always going to be frustrated and upset and damage my body in a lot of cases because I was trying to go to extremes to look like her because it wasn't natural for my body. So the thing that I needed to get to, to the bottom of this one was that I had to come to that realization that we are all different. All of our bodies are different. And when we are coming up through school, we are told to fit into boxes. We're told to, you know, fit in with society. Obviously, as humans, we have this safety and numbers survival mechanism that makes us want to stay safe and stay accepted by the pack. If we're outcast, we'll die. That's what it used to be before society became a thing. But we're still led to believe that if we're disliked or we don't fit in, then we aren't safe. And so we want to be accepted. We, we want to look and act like everyone else because we feel like that's where the safety is. That's where the acceptance is. And so for me, I had to do a lot of deep work around this in realizing that, you know, being healthy is what's important and that is going to create a different body shape for everybody. As long as your body is in its best shape and its best health, that's what matters. Because chances are, if you're trying to force yourself into extremes to look like something that you're not supposed to look like because your genetics are different, you are going to end up unhealthy. I That's what happened to me. I basically starved. I did way too much cardio trying to look like a VS model. And it wasn't healthy for my body. That's not where my body is meant to sit. Where I am now is where my body is meant to sit. So I released my struggle in comparing myself to everyone else and feeling like I was never enough by realizing that all of our bodies are different. We just have to be in our best shape and that is perfectly fine. That is great. It's not about, you know, the shape of your body. Just aim to be in your best health and you'll feel 
much better for it too because you'll actually be in alignment with your body. You'll actually be doing things that are in alignment with your health because, again, everyone's different. Everyone has different ways they like to eat. Everyone has different ways they like to exercise. And if you're striving to get a body that doesn't naturally fit your genetics but also trying to follow a lifestyle that doesn't fit your daily routine or preferences – you're never going to be happy. You're always going to be out of alignment. You're going to feel like you're pushing a boulder up a hill trying to achieve something that at the end of the day, even if you did get there, it's not going to be what you really wanted in your heart anyway. So accept yourself and just become your best. That's what Forever Fit is about. It's not about trying to look like everyone else. It's about getting into your best shape. I don't know if you just heard Logan's loud snore then. (laughs) But that's what released my struggle around comparison. And it did take me a long time. I'm not going to lie about this. It took me longer. I I, um, started overcoming my binge eating and my fears of failure before I got a grasp on the comparison. Like I don't recommend you try to tackle all of these at once. Try to tackle one at a time, which is why we do this on a weekly basis in Forever Fit because it's not something I can just bombard you all with. And that's it. You listen once to everything and you're sweet. You need to tackle these one thing at a time to really get a grasp and really get deep with yourself and, you know, really look internally as to what it looks like for you to be at your best and what you need to do to make that happen, which again is why Forever Fit was built. Not only to teach you the mindsets to like this, to get into your best shape and actually um, take control of the the habits and the mindsets that keep you there, but to also give you the tools that help you learn how to do it the right way. Because you can have all the motivation in the world, all of the mindset in the world that says, I know how to do this. I'm not comparing myself. I'm not addicted to food. I've got no fears of failure or self-sabotage, but I don't know how to eat or exercise in the right way to reach my goals. So therefore those tools would fall flat. So obviously Forever Fit gives you that as well. So I kind of created it like the full package. Like I show you how to eat in the right way for you, how to exercise in the best way for you, but also we go deep on the mindsets that make those tools actually work for you and keep you in your best shape without the struggle. <laughs> so that's it. That's that's compar- That's comparison. So number three. Um, and then number four is everyone's favorite. It ties in a little bit to all of them in some kind of way. But of course, number four is motivation. Now, I don't like the way that we use the word motivation. And I have said this before. To me, I see a lot of people riffing about motivation being a mood. And, you know, you, you know, he's going to be in the mood to motivate, uh, to exercise, which means you're not always going to be motivated to exercise. I don't actually think that's right. Motivation is not a mood. Motivation is a result of getting results. So you, there's, a, there's two ways that you feel motivated or unmotivated. So let's focus on the two ways that you can feel motivated because they're both, they're basically the same thing. It's just the reverse of each other. So one way that you'll feel motivated is you have a goal and you're excited to achieve it. So you're motivated to get to work. That's the early stages of anyone's fitness journey. It's like, oh my God, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do this. I've got my goal. I know how I'm going to achieve it. Let's go. Or, you, or you're motivated to go looking for a way to achieve it. So that's the first stage of motivation. That motivation dies off in the first couple of weeks because once you've been excited and motivated to start and you've started, you're not excited or motivated to start anymore because you've already started. So what happens next? Everyone thinks that they lose motivation in that stage. But what actually happens is your motivation changes from being excited to 
get started to actually being excited to do the things that get you the results that you were excited to achieve in the first place. So the reason that you can lose motivation for longer after that first stage of motivation goes and where a lot of girls fall off the wagon is because they well, they think they've lost motivation, so they tell themselves that and then they just give up and wait to feel excited to start again. But they might not be doing the right things to actually get the goals they wanted and therefore they're not seeing the results they wanted, so they're not feeling motivated to do the things that they need to do to reach the goals. So motivation isn't just a, I don't feel like doing it today. It's like, I don't feel convinced that this is working, so I'm not motivated to do this anymore. I liken it a lot. I use an analogy with the girls all the time in the FitFam is that like I'm not motivated to go and run 10 kilometers a day because running 10 kilometers a day is not in alignment with me reaching the goals I want with my health and fitness. I don't care about running 10 kilometers a day, so I'm not going to be motivated to push myself to do that. But if someone told me, oh, okay, you want to you get really fit and toned, go and run 10 kilometers a day. And then if I went and ran 10 kilometers a day, and flogged my body and forced myself to do that and stressed my body out, I wouldn't see the tone that I wanted because I'm not building muscle. I'm burning muscle because I'm running too much, stressing my body out. So it's holding fluid. So I'm just getting, I might be losing weight, but I'm not getting toned and I'm losing motivation to run because running isn't getting me the tone I wanted. So it's, it's feeling motivated to do the things because you know that they're working. Now, the other thing is you can have the right tools in place. And this is where a coach comes in. You can take the guesswork out and have a coach that actually says to you, okay, this is the right way of eating for you. This is the right workouts for your body and goals. Now off you go and do them and come to me if you have any struggles. That's what I do in Forever Fit because if you know that the tools that you've been given eating and exercise are going to work, then all you've got to do then is trust the process. And then it's not motivation that's going to keep you going until you see results. It's going to be just getting in and doing the work, whether you feel like it or not. We, we often get motivation confused with feeling like it. So feeling like it is the mood. Motivation is the result of seeing the outcome that you wanted from the effort that you put in. Once you start seeing results from the effort, then you're like, oh my God, I'm so motivated to keep doing this because I know it's working and I love this. But there's going to be a short period in time, as long as you know that what you are doing is right, where you won't have seen the results yet, but you have to trust the process. And I think the real only way to do that is to actually get a coach to help you if you are confused about what's right. Because I know a lot of girls out there will take the wrong action like I did, like I was fully motivated to starve myself all week because I was like, this is how I'm going to get to my goals. But it wasn't. And so I kept losing motivation because I kept getting frustrated that I wasn't seeing the results. I thought that what I was doing was right. I was cutting carbs. I was doing all these things that I thought were on point, but I didn't have a coach teach me what to do. So I kept losing motivation because I wasn't seeing the results and I was putting all this effort in getting nowhere. It wasn't until I actually had a coach teach me how to eat and exercise. I saw results pretty quickly and I was like, oh, okay, I'm motivated now. Like, I love this. This is great. And that's what actual motivation is. So let's not get motivation and feeling like it confused because I'm motivated to keep going to gym every day because I know that it gets my results, helps me feel amazing. I don't always feel like going to the gym. You've seen me on my stories. You've seen me on my social media. I do not always feel like going to the gym, but you betcha I'm going to go because I know it works because I've done it. I've seen the results and I know that my results and my health don't care what mood I'm in. So that's basically motivation 
in a nutshell. But understanding this about motivation can really help you drop that struggle. I feel like knowledge is really power in this aspect because if you if you think that motivation is a mood and that it just comes and goes and that it's okay if you're not motivated a couple of days, you know, just don't go, like you've lost motivation, don't go to the gym, don't worry about eating your healthy foods, you've lost motivation, wait till it comes back. If you think that that's what motivation is, then you are going to be stuck in a yo-yo cycle for your whole life and you're not going to be able to gain control over your mindset around your motivation. So it is going to feel like a struggle. So knowing this about motivation will really help you break that struggle as well. It definitely helped me break mine. It is a mindset that I have been working on for a very long time to come to this realization as well. I think it sort of came to the forefront in one of our Mindset Monday coaching sessions a long time ago. And I've just been running with it since then because it just hits. It just, it's right. It just, that is what motivation is basically. And it is the the change, that mindset change that is going to get you from yo-yoing to actually seeing consistent results and loving the process. Trust me on that one. So basically those are the four mindset things, the main four mindset things in their overarching terms that I personally had to work through to take control of my mindset. And in that process, I've learned that it's mindset that is actually the most important thing when it comes to taking away the struggle in reaching your health goals. So if you're feeling like you're struggling with your eating, you're struggling to stay consistent with your eating, you're struggling to not, or you're struggling to avoid the foods that you know you shouldn't be binging on. You're struggling to say no to yourself. You're struggling with self-sabotage. You keep telling yourself you're never going to get there. You keep feeling like you're failing or that you're not good enough. You're comparing yourself to other people, struggling because you feel like you're not good enough because you don't look like those people or you're struggling because you keep losing motivation. All of these struggles that we face when we're trying to get healthy, it doesn't have to be that way. It does not have to be hard. And I think the reason we all find it so hard is because we're stuck in the tools of diet and exercise. What's right? What's wrong? What's the latest fad that's going to get us fast results? We're forgetting about the key thing and that is being in control of your mindset. Once you are in control of your mindset around these things, you can break those unhealthy mindset habits that are holding you back. You can break those unhealthy physical habits that are, that are holding you back. You can finally take consistent steps towards your goals. And the best thing about it is it's going to feel easy because you are in control and you're operating in alignment with your body and your goals and your health needs. So I really hope that has been very helpful for you. And I would love to know if it has been as well. Please don't hesitate to like drop a comment on the podcast platform that you're listening on and let me know what you thought of this episode or reach out to me on social media. Let me know. I would love, I always drop my um, links to my social media on the show notes for you. So you can send me a DM if you want to. But also, I would absolutely love it if you would share this episode with anyone who you think might benefit from it. If you have gotten value, don't keep it to yourself. We are a small independent podcast and the best way, really the only way for us to get out there is for word of mouth, for people to find out about us so that we can help more people, reach more people. So the more people you can share with, tell us, tell them about us, tell them where to go to find us, any good platform, podcast platform they can find us on. And another thing that really helps is if you pop over to the platform you're listening on, 
follow the podcast so you can get all of the latest episodes downloaded straight away but also leave us a review if you jump on and just give us a positive five-star review it helps us show up at the top more of people's lists when they're looking for certain things on their podcast platforms which helps us to reach more people as well so I would absolutely love if you have the time to do that and help us out and of course fam you guys know I love helping every single one of you get into your absolute best shape with ease and in a way that you absolutely love and enjoy and can sustain for life and that's what I built Forever Fit for. So if you've been listening to this episode and you're thinking or seeing any of my other social media and you're thinking you know what it's time I actually just do need to have the right guidance. I I feel like I want to be shown what to eat that I actually enjoy, what workouts I can do that actually fit my lifestyle and work for my goals. I need this help and guidance on mindset and I just want that support. If that's you, if you're feeling like those things are going to be what will help you finally get into your best shape, learn how to lose any unwanted weight, actually reach your fitness goals and create this fit, sculpted, toned, healthy looking body that you want with all the support you could possibly need to stop anything from holding you back ever again, then I would love to have you join us in Forever Fit. I will drop the link for you to head over and get started straight away in the show notes for you. There's all the information there about how Forever Fit works, plus links for you to get started on whichever option you feel suits you best. And you can actually get instant access to your entire program customized for you right there in the palm of your hand in the MJ Fit Life app. It will give you instant access. You set your profile up and you're in within five minutes and working on your best self with us. So thank you so much for listening. If you do have any questions about Forever Fit as well, please shoot me a DM on the socials. I'm always here to help you. But that is it from me for today, lovelies. Thank you again for tuning in and I cannot wait to speak to you again in the next episode. Bye for now.